0: That's right, it's time for The Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review and what's your inbox look like?
1: Hi, Gene. I'm doing uh, pretty well today. And um, I did do my weekly review, wrapped it up just before we started talking, and my inbox across physical, the physical world as well as uh, email is at zero.
0: Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh- <laughs> My inbox is not at zero. Let me see what it says. It is at oh, sixty-three. I just have had a few days where I I, I let go my my um, compulsion to keep clearing out my inbox, but I do know that sixty-three is um, something I can make short work of when I um, when I focus on it. For some reason, I have gotten more than the usual "not for me" Gene McDonald email. <laughs> and, uh, oh,
1: interesting!
0: Um, I and I always feel like, ah, oh, what should I do about this? But some things don't have an unsubscribe. I mean, I got a notice that I have a shipment of salt coming. Woo hoo! But oh. it's not coming to me. Um, they actually tell me the address, so I could track down that other Gene McDonald, and then. <laughs> somebody else, uh, you know, a very personal family note of support. And I said, uh, you know, I felt bad, one, because the person who should get it should get it. And then, two, um, after I wrote them back and said, I think you have the wrong G. McDonald, they said, oh, we're sorry. We've been having a few problems with the Internet lately, <laughs> I want to <laughs> say. Um, yeah, it's not an Internet problem, but whatever. I can't, I can't educate the entire Internet. Um, about email. And so, yes, so that's email. And uh, similarly, on my um, weekly review, I, have, I am behind. I can see a little uh, bright red badge on my OmniFocus saying there's five things that I need to, that need my attention. And I have not reviewed things as I should, but The weekend is still young and I will get to it before Monday. Um, I have to share another funny uh, story, which is I did um, go to Costco this week to get the latest version of TurboTax so I can file my taxes um, hopefully by April 15th. And I've noticed that the fact that I went to Costco – which I put on my list in my calendar, mm-hmm. and I the I got the new TurboTax much cheaper than I could have bought it online, which is why I went that route. That somehow having bought it has substituted in my mind for having done my taxes. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when you buy a book and you think you've read it, but you actually mm-hmm. haven't. So I did get a task done on tax pe- preparation, but I haven't actually done the tax preparation and I need to do that. But I think it will be less painful than last year because um, I did it so recently and I know Mm -hmm. what I'm doing.
1: (laughs) And it should be probably fairly similar to last year. Yes. It's not waiting in for the first time. Sometimes what happens to me is just making the task list makes me feel like I've accomplished the task. (laughs) I'm like oh well, I have a list of things to do. My work here is done. <laughs> nope, no. you got to actually do the things. That's you right. Do the things, Dempsey.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I am actually looking forward to diving into that because I did do, I think, the hard work of learning how to use TurboTax and appreciating its um, capabilities, and I wanted to get it up and running so that I could start hacking away at the bits of, um, my tax return, which, you know, structurally should be pretty similar to the one for 2017 because, you know, my, my employment and gig situation hasn't really changed. So,
1: yay. Gotcha. And I just, uh, spent the last couple of days, um, making sure all of my QuickBooks and everything were up to date to the end of the year. Um, for my my little LLC, so that uh, the my I'm using an accountant, so my accountant can do the the right mm-hmm. things and hopefully have me ready to go by the 15th. Although it is a little late, so probably should have done that earlier. <laughs> but better before the 15th than after.
0: Yes, and um, there's no shame in getting an extension, especially if you can file shortly thereafter.
1: That's true. Um, There's no shame in just waiting till October 14th when, <laughs> I mean, that's, they don't really care as long as they have their money. by. The 15th. <laughs> that's right.
0: That's like, right. What do
1: they care if you, you don't take your refund for another six months? <laughs> they get the extra, you know, 17 cents of interest.
0: <sighs> yes. So, well, to everybody out there. If you are dealing with this annual um, major project and headache, um, we hope uh, that it's going well for you. We hope that most of you have already filed, but for those who haven't, well, don't feel bad about it. You'll get it done. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, James, it's our 51st episode. We um, we are still going strong after 50, and last episode, we talked about how we had reevaluated our approach to our task management systems and what we were doing in OmniFocus and elsewhere. And it helped us to both get out of a bit of a rut um, doing our weekly review and keeping going with that. And so today, I wanted to circle back to a topic that I had been thinking about for a while, that I think is very appropriate for this new regime, <laughs> which is you know making sure that you have um, have a good awareness of your commitments and that you um, you realize where your various inboxes are. And one of my inboxes is um, my account at hover dot com with all my domain names that I have registered. Um, it reads like, (laughs) some things have been done, some things have not been done, some things will probably never get done. And I think that's worth uh, picking apart why some of these things are still on the list and I am still paying for annually. Um, But you probably don't have anything like that, James, do you?
1: (laughs) I also have a number of uh, domains that are a to-do list (laughs) and actually in preparation for the episode, I'm reading over them and uh, some of them actually I could probably maybe let go.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's, it's a worthwhile um, exercise to talk about why we should let some of these go. And I did let a couple go recently um, partially because I got even better domains <laughs> than <laughs> I, that I, for that pro- those projects but um there's I think there's a lot of resistance to letting go of the domains because there's one there's the worry we won't find another domain like that that we like in the future if we want to do something like that that we thought about doing when we first registered for the domain so you know, there is definitely a a scarcity of domains that are, quote, good domains, even mm-hmm. though more top-level domains come out all the time. I'm noticing on my list that, you know, probably half of my domains right now are .com domains because that seemed like the right place to go. Um, so I think that's a fallacy that um in general with clutter where whether it's digital or physical is a good one to examine which is if you need the thing in the future you will get it again you know so getting rid of something that you've never used just because you might use it one day um you could just trust in the universe to have that tool that you would need i mean it doesn't apply to everything obviously um Certainly some kind of old, let's say, um, I don't know, vintage tool that goes with a vintage typewriter. You can't – even if you aren't using either one, you can't just get rid of them because they would be hard to get again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But maybe – in my case, I may have too many vacuum cleaners and uh, I I loathe giving one up even though I haven't really used it in a long time, but maybe – Maybe, you know, I don't really need that vacuum cleaner anymore.
1: And I understand vacuum cleaners these days are, are relatively easy to come by. Um, <laughs> exactly. I haven't heard about the, the big vacuum cleaner shortage of 2019.
0: <laughs> no. no, and and vintage vacuum cleaners are not a thing that one would like to collect, I would say. Um, they're, there's nothing really that charming <laughs> about a vacuum cleaner that is not efficient um, and requires <laughs> requires uh vacuum cleaner bags that nobody makes anymore or something like that so um but yes the, it, with the um with the domain names there's there's some projects that I think oh you know this is the perfect domain name for that project even though I'm not working on it now but Probably if I actually started to work on that project again, I'd be able to find a domain name I'd be happy with.
1: <laughs> I see.
0: So um, then there's the sunk cost fallacy,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: is um, – let's see. I'm not sure which is my oldest domain. Probably. So there's one on, on my list. Um, it's org, which I registered shortly after – um my mother passed away her name was Mary Jo and we were um working on a project for um creating a scholarship in her name she was a speech therapist and uh, she, you know she liked to support the speech therapy profession and i thought oh that's a really good um that's a really good domain name and Talk about, I mean, it has both sentimental and <laughs> financial investment in it. I mean, I've had it for nearly 20 years now. And, you know, you can do the math. Even at cheap domain name rates, there's, you know, a c- couple of hundred dollars invested in this domain. Plus, it's my mother. Um, she spelled her name um, Mary Jo with an E at the end of Jo. So it's it's a little bit unusual and um. Yeah, I just feel like I want to hold on to that. But I don't know if I can decide to to get rid of that one. M- meanwhile, um, we have had a scholarship for my mother's – in my mother's memory, Um, her friends put it together and they made it a, a scholarship, you know, for people who wanted to study speech pathology. And they ran it through another organization, so they never really needed the domain name. But I think what if we decide to do something in the future differently? So I don't know about that one. Um, But there's other ones as well that I have have put, you know, more than a few years worth of uh, domain registration fees into to hold on to.
1: I would keep that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's worth it. That, that's not really a good example, is
1: it? It's just too. Well, it's a good example of the, the trade-offs, right? Where mm-hmm. even if you don't have an immediate need for it, um, you may keep it. Um, I think, whereas um, your, your thought being that if you let the name go and then you finally decide to do the project, you'll find an acceptable domain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know personally I would be like, you know, I knew it. I should have kept that domain. That was the <laughs> perfect one. I don't like this one as much. I'm so peeved. <laughs> so personally, I think domains are the kind of thing where they're, they are kind of like the vintage typewriter where if you do have the perfect one, they are kind of hard to come by.
0: Yeah, that's um, true. Um. So here's another one, which uh, you know, as we're talking about it, I think I'm going to at least turn off auto renew <laughs> because when auto renew is on, you you just like postpone these decisions. Um, That's true indefinitely. So uh, in t- 2006, I bought the or I registered the name macgenie.net because MacGenie is my um my handle started on. Twitter and on um, Dig, actually. Remember oh, Dig? dig.
1: Yeah. I vaguely remember Dig, yes.
0: <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's, you know, it's a, it's a semi-unique name that I thought maybe I should do something with that, or at least I should own it on the internet. But now I've had it for 13 years. I haven't done anything with it. I still have Mac Genie as my handle on things and people can find me there. But it's not like – um, I think it, you know, it's one I could give up even though I have ha- held on to it for a while. Um, it's not really
1: worth keeping. Do you at least have it redirected to your main site?
0: No, I don't have it re- redirected to anything. So I'm not getting any – Value out of it, other than preventing somebody else from registering it.
1: You can you can tell that I'm a digital. Well, I'm a generally a pack rat, but digital especially because they don't take up extra physical space. Um, yeah. I would keep Mac Genie also <laughs> if if I were voting. but um, well, you can vote. If I were voting on your domain names. Um <laughs> but it's interesting that you mentioned that um yeah I ended up using uh James Dempsey as my it's my Twitter handle and also my kind of site or blog is jamesdempsey.net because some project manager in Brooklyn has .com. Mm-hmm. Um and they don't do anything with the site. It bugs me. Um, <laughs> but regardless. Uh, however, I did, I am carrying around some domains when I first left Apple and was going to do a site. And so there are blog posts that are infrequently posted at this point. But um, So I was trying to figure out a name for my blog site as opposed to just calling it James Dempsey. Mm-hmm. Um And so I have a couple of items. Uh, I had toyed with the name Serious Goofball. <laughs> um, That's a nice one. Because uh, I do kind of have a goofball sense of humor, but I also do like to talk about serious topics. And um, I also am a serious goof. Like I'm kind of a little bit serious about my goofball-ishness. Mm-hmm like the yeah. bits we do on stage or whatever there's you know some time and effort that goes into those um so i thought that was good but then I, like i didn't necessarily want to be permanently associated with the word goofball um so i decided against that one and then the other one that i came up with and actually the it was at this url briefly before i just went with my name is crucialtangent.com hmm kind of this idea that you know you might be going off on tangents um but sometimes it's those side roads in life or those tangents that you take that end up being the most crucial things that happen mm-hmm. um the things that aren't kind of according to the the plan or the main thrust of what you're doing um and then i that that lasted a little while and then i was like you know why make people like People already can't remember my name. <laughs> like, <laughs> why make them? Why give them two things to not remember? Yeah. Um, I'll just call it James Dempsey. So if you remember James Dempsey, then you can get to my stuff. Um, but yet, have I given up either of those domains? No, they still are sitting there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Like those, actually, as you mentioned. Uh, like giving up domains and I was looking through, I was like, do I really, like, I don't even, they're rejected blog titles. Right. (laughs) Like, am I ever going to use them?
0: Right. Rejected blog titles of a blog that you don't really have a a specific strategy for. Um, They're beautiful names for a personal blog that ranges over lots of topics and you can already do that
1: <laughs> with my own name yes, yes. Um, um so that's uh that's one that yeah so when you mentioned uh going with my own name that was uh there were a couple things in in history that I'm like oh maybe I can just let those fade into nothingness yeah and not be like oh i really wanted that rejected blog title name now <laughs>
0: Uh well I think that I have the chance to nip one of these in the bud that I registered for about a year ago when the dot app top level domain came out and it's the name of the app that I started working on when I went to Big Nerd Ranch and you know it's like my still like idea of a project I would work on in iOS and Swift if I needed a project to work on and, you know, learn some more um, software development. But I think I'm gonna let it go. It's because the chances of me working on that app anytime in the next you know, in twenty nineteen are are slim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, you know, it, it, uh, when I bought it, I thought, well, this is good. You know, I, at first I thought, well, I'm not going to buy a dot app name. But then I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool to have dot app for your app name? Which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being cagey about mentioning the name because I don't really want to talk about the project yet. <laughs> but, um, do I really need it? I don't know. It's cool though. It's cool to have a dot app name. But if it just sits there on a list of, uh, of domain names that just mean I pay more money every year, then maybe it's not so cool.
1: (laughs) It's I, well, I think it's, uh, if it's the perfect name, it's hard to let it go. Yeah. At least in my opinion, if it's a not so perfect name, then it's, it's easier. (laughs) Um, I also have, uh, kind of an app name staked out and it's also a project I'm not quite ready to talk about. It's the much, the, uh, the the much hinted at on occasion <laughs> app that I'm working on that maybe one day I'll actually finish it. Um, that would be very, very helpful. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Um, a couple of other things have come up in instead, but, um, but, so those again, I'm not mentioning the name, but yes, <laughs> I have I have those. But those, there is an intent to have yes. uh, something out there. There's more than um, an
0: intent. Like you've done work on this project. Oh yes, I, yes. I have done I, one week of work at Big Nerd Ranch in 2012. It doesn't really count as being on my list. Yes. And you know, that's what one of the reasons I think of this. Um, At least half of my domain registrations are a someday maybe list Um, more like maybe, (laughs) Um, maybe, maybe not list. So, um,
1: yeah. So I would love to tell you about one domain I have that's Mm -hmm. been on my someday maybe list for a long time, but it's my favorite. Um, it's a project that I've wanted to do. I've thought about doing it, just have not done it. Um, and and the domain name is GroverClevelandCat.com. <laughs> and it's, it's supposed to be a uh, – it's based on my cat, Dexter. Mm-hmm. And the premise is what if – the only U.S. president to serve two non-consecutive terms was reincarnated as a cat. <laughs> Find out in this episode of Grover Cleveland cat. <laughs> and then it would cut to Dexter just doing a dopey thing that Dexter does for a few seconds. And then it would say, this has been another episode of <laughs> Grover Cleveland cat. And that's the whole thing. I love that. And that's been in my head for many years now. It just – Grover Cleveland Cat never seems to rise to the top of the the project list. (laughs) Um, And I've even tried on occasion because he does some goofy things but never if I actually have a camera out. (laughs) So it's like, oh, and now I'm just going to sit here and be boring. So (laughs) Dexter is a very temperamental – (laughs) <laughs> a temperamental animal performer, apparently. Um, um,
0: well, I would like to point out that since you registered GroverClevelandCat.com, of course, now you could get GroverCleveland.cat. Um, but it's a little expensive for a very speculative domain. Uh, at least where I'm looking, it's like $30 a year.
1: I I think I'd actually want to have at least one episode in the can <laughs> before I spent thirty dollars a year on the domain name. Uh, it's bad enough that I that I got the dot com, the net and, and the org.
0: Oh you did?
1: Yes. Okay that, that I've been carrying <laughs> okay. for years.
0: Yeah that was that was I was doing more of that and I sort of gave up, you know um Basically, because so many top level domains were coming out, eventually you just have to say, "Oh well, if somebody's going to yes. squat my idea, then uh, they're going to squat it on some weird." Uh, um, sorry, I'm having I'm having hungry dog moment here. I'm dog sitting, and uh, my brother's dog Olive has decided that it is now dinner time, and. <laughs> And she's clicking her toenails on the floor, saying, trying to interrupt the podcast. Um,
1: oh, I thought you were uh, typing with one of those uh, very <laughs> clackety mechanical keyboards that some people seem to love. Go lie,
0: lie on your bed. Go lie on your bed, Olive. Um, she's a sweet, uh, big yellow lab, and uh, she's a sweet dog. Um, that also the cat thing reminds me another domain that I took when uh, the top level domain came out is in dot pet um, mm. I thought oh I'll bet you could get guinea pig dot pet then I was like I don't think I really need guinea pig dot pet then like ten minutes later I'm like but I might want it so <laughs> I got it and I do have that redirected to my YouTube channel with all my guinea pig videos but I have had it as an idea for a sort of uh, um fun project that could make a little bit of money on the side is um a guinea pig um guinea pig accessory site.
1: Oh, and that sounds adorable. Yes.
0: Maybe not accessory like exactly, but like swag for guinea pig owners. I because see. we we definitely don't have all the stickers and bumper stickers and all the little fun things that cat and dog people get. And I think that it would be fun to design some of that and just put it up, you know, as a kind of a, you know, cafe press style store, not as yeah, definitely. not as a I manufacture stuff and get a warehouse kind of store because that is not what what I would want to do. But yeah, so I got guinea pig pet and that meant that I could cancel one of the things that I did cancel um in the last Um, few months was guineapigshop.com because I thought, you know, guinea pig pet is good enough um, and maybe is even better. And I don't need to have two two domains for a speculative project that I haven't done much more than, you know, conceptualize what our first products would be. Um,
1: That sounds very cool though.
0: (laughs) I just think it would be fun. It would be something I'd enjoy doing and um I think that the guinea pig owners out there in the world would uh would appreciate having quality swag to show their devotion to the little creatures that we so
1: love. I agree and I I I think you should put out at least one just have one product. Yeah. would be a a fun goal, right? Just to go yeah. through that process and just have it available. That's right. With no expectations, just give it a try. Yep. Um now one domain that I am using that I would like to encourage our listeners to visit is live near wwdc.com, where you can sign up to be notified when tickets go on sale at our big show in June. Um it the show benefits app camp for girls. Gene uh, and I will both be performing in the show. And uh, if you happen to be in San Jose on June 5th, we'd love to see you there. So that was a little plug. See how I worked that in? Yeah, no, that that's was kinda, like kinda a slick,
0: very super professional podcast or segue. And that's because you've done 50 podcasts on this uh, show already. So that's it right. shows.
1: That's right. have now done 50 plus podcasts.
0: Yeah. And we probably should wrap this one up because – someday maybe isn't getting any closer if we just sit around and talk about it. That's true. (laughs) Um, All right. So if, uh, hey, listeners, if you have any interesting domains that you are holding on to for various reasons, feel free to share those with us and we will either talk you into keeping them or talk you into getting rid of them. Uh,
1: <laughs> and, and in fact, if you do send in or let us know, um, you will be entered into a contest where we will send you some free, the weekly review stickers for oh, the winner. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, that's, that should, um, those stickers are super nice too. We, uh, we have some very cool weekly review stickers with our logo on them and, uh, I noticed when we were giving them out at PodCon that they really stand out because they're green and it seemed like there weren't so many people using green as their main color anymore.
1: And if none of our listeners send in domains that they're sitting on and not using, we will keep all the stickers for ourselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. We'll, we'll make something uh, useful out of them and uh, <laughs> that's okay too. So, if you want to find us on the internet, we're at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog and Twitter, we're at theweeklyreview. Um, you can also email us with those those domain names or any other questions you have at um, say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast, so it helps new listeners find us, and it also really does make us happy to know um, that you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review.
1: Thanks.
2: You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things.